Blog Talk Radio. And Merry Christmas. I want you to know you're live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. Listen, it's my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the sourcehood of our connection with Jesus Christ, our Savior. So I want you to roar for your victory, roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. Now, strength from the lion's den. This evening, our topic is what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. What's a good man? In 1994, the dynamic women rap group Salt and Pepper with Spinderella rapped about a good man. Here we are 22 years later. Women are still asking, what's a good man? I want to know tonight, what are the archetypes that characterize a good man? Is he the lawyer, breadwinning, hardworking, chivalrous, family-orientated, church-going perception? Or is he that independent, bad boy, strong, vocal, sexual, adonis, rough, rugged, and raw, what you see is what you get fantasy? My panelists and I tonight will openly discuss man-to-man what's a good man. Now, see, my, my, my guest tonight, first of all, my first one is uh, author, artist, Lord B.J. Bell. He's the, um, he was born and raised in Hampton, Virginia. My God, a minister, an addiction counselor, a radio show host, and rap evangelist. My God. Happily married to an awesome woman of God, Minister Annie Bell. They have two wonderful children and have been married for 12 years. Together they head up Wind Radio and Habakkuk Books, and they're always ready to bring a word. So uh, I just want to welcome to the show tonight uh, my boss man, my brother, Lloyd Bell. Lloyd, you got me. Thank you. Yes, thank sir. You. My thank next, you for the okay, kind thank word. You. Yes, sir. My, my next guest, 17 years in ministry, a community activist, the founder of Trap. Truth, Reality, and Perseverance, a mentoring group for young men. The pastor and founder of the House of David Worship Center in Macon, Georgia. He's a father, my brother and friend, Pastor Larry Wilson. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're good, man. Glad to have you here. And my final guest yes, is uh, he's, he's the co-author of the book, Misunderstood Silence, along with his wife, Chanel Nash, and the co-founder of the Nash Project, author, husband, manager, and father, Jeffrey B. Nash. Jeff, good to have you here with us. God bless you. All right, let's hear it for our wonderful uh, panelists that are here tonight. Huh? How can you hear people excited about y'all, brothers? <laughs> Gentlemen, I want you to know you're in the lion's den. So we're going to get started. If you could tell us a little bit about yourself, what I've not already said and or add on, and what's one thing that has happened in your life that has made you a stronger man? BJ, let's start with you, uh, Brother Lord. Uh, well, thank you. Um, and you know, uh, I, for me, uh, one of the things that I would have to say right off the bat 
uh, happens to be that when I when I came up uh, as a young man, mm-hmm. I got caught up early on in into drugs and alcohol, and for mm-hmm. a majority of my life, you know, I was under the the uh, the the control of addiction, and so mm-hmm. um, you know that that uh, took up a majority of my my youth, and then some of my uh, young adulthood. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but by the grace of God, I, you know, today I, uh, I'll be uh, going on 13 years, uh, okay. you know, clean and sober. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, through all of that, through all of that pain, you know, God has, has birthed uh, ministries and, and outreaches and even a purpose and a mission in my life. So, uh, you know, strength came from that from that uh, thing that was a, a weakness of mine. God, t- oh, he turned it around into a strength. Come on, man. That's right. Good, good. Uh, uh, Brother Nash, what, what, what has made, what, what, what's made you a stronger man? You can tell us a little bit about yourself also. Um, well, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, as Pastor said, I am an author. I am a, a father, a husband, a musician, um, really a little bit of everything. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that uh, my daughter has made me, uh, you know, uh, a stronger man. Uh, mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. only did I have someone new to tell what to do, you know. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, you know, being able to influence and, you know, pour into somebody like that, shape and mold. Okay. Um, for me, you know, it was a brand new experience. Um, I, you know, going into you know, being a father, you know, you don't know what to expect or, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was just refreshing for me. And I never thought okay. uh, that it was going to bring me so much joy. Uh, but it's been fantastic. Uh, we, me and my wife Amen. were expecting our second child uh, All right, now. Man. So All right. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure you want another girl, right? Uh, no, I'm trying to get a boy this time, man. I'm, yeah, we. I'm praying about. You know, your wife said that last week. That's right. We we want to. We're looking for a boy. Well, we yeah. we praying you put the stem on the apple. You know, as they say. Pastor Larry, if you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and what is what's made you a stronger man. But same as these guys, um, adversity has made me a stronger man. Um, you know, from dealing with drugs, from coming up through childhood, but most of all what made me a better man to understand what it's like to lose to lose a wife, someone that you care about, and then have to take care of the kids. So, you know, it's when, really when, adversity. When you say, brother, when you say lose your wife, what, it, it tells us a little bit more. You mean uh, she passed well, away, <clears throat> right? Yes, my wife passed mm-hmm. um, a few years back, mm-hmm. 07, um, after, okay. after she died. Um, I had to be stronger not only for for me but my kids to show them mm-hmm. that you know we still can we still can make it we still can um, you know go through everyday life you know it was it was, it was difficult but at the same time mm-hmm, we learned mm-hmm. to love each other in a different manner and I had to take off mm-hmm. the cap from just being a father to be a father and a mother at the same time so you know okay. it, it's a lot of adversity that pushed me to be stronger but that is the most important one. You know that there is life is something to happen after a spouse. Amen. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate y'all sharing that part. Let me let me just dive right in, uh, because you know you you've heard women and society say be a man. Now we got two husbands and one single man on the line, so I don't want my husband these questions. Don't get a sofa ministry tonight behind some of these questions. But anyway, <laughs> you heard women and society say be a man. What makes a man a man is in his bank account, his work ethic, how he swing the thing, the, his family and community involvement, his relationship with God, to name a few areas men are defined and judged in. Uh, what what would you say your definition of a man is, uh, Brother Nash? I want to say Dr. Nash. Why do I want to say Dr. Nash? But Brother Nash, <laughs> what, what what would you say your definition of a man is? Um, I would say leadership, um, of course, um, you know, taking care of yourself, being a provider, being uh, mm-hmm. that person in that leadership role, leading and guiding, um, as well as spiritually, you know, being, uh, mm-hmm. talking to God for your family. And um, right. it's, you know, it's important. And I mean, I, mm-hmm. I find so many people uh, nowadays that, you know, there's no 
there's nobody teaching or pouring into, you know, our younger uh, generation. My, me and my That's wife were talking the other day that there's nobody, you know, nobody's talking about marriage. You know, marriages okay. are last okay. in two years. Divorce is easy, uh, but mm. staying married is hard. And, you know, a lot okay. of people are taking the, the easy way out. And, you know, that's what really um, had us start the Nash Restoration Project. You know, it's geared towards marriage okay. uh, because okay. so many people are throwing in the towel. So many men are not stepping up and being the leaders, being the head, and taking care of their families and things like that. Uh, we need help. We need help. You know what? That sounds like a show. You may be, you and your wife may be the right ones to start a show. We we gonna put that. We are gonna talk about that. But, but let's go on, uh, uh, brother, brother BJ. <laughs> what would you say the, the definition of a man? Um, yeah, I I, I pick. I, I want to piggyback with what uh, Nash was saying because you know a lot of what he's saying is are, are qualities that I uh, consider you know uh, a person uh, who has. Uh, come into manhood, but uh, when y- your question was good because what you touched on was how society, you know, and people, mm-hmm. depending on who you speak to, you could get all types of definitions and ideals. You know what I mean? So you know, mm-hmm. um, yes. you know, for me, for so so it's going to depend on who you ask. So for me, you know, um, it's about you know uh, when a boy uh, puts away his childish things or matures, you know, okay. past the point of boyhood and comes into what is called manhood. Uh, okay. You know, and so that's kind of what I, what I, what I envision as, as being a man And that manhood, you know, as far mm-hmm. as the, the characteristics of a, of, of a, uh, a grown uh, <clears throat> mature man, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, could range from being a, a good leader, you know, doing, being, mm-hmm. uh, Doing things um, selfless, selflessly, you know, uh, yes. sacrificing, you know, the things mm-hmm. that you want to do for the sake of your family, for the betterment Amen. of your family, you know, uh, you know, just being mature as a man, you know, uh, okay. and that's kind of, um, and that, like I said, that could cover a whole lot of things, and, and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. have to do with how much you making or how you swinging right. that thing or. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's just about being, no longer being a boy. That's good. Pastor Larry, you want to dive in there and give us your definition of a man? Yes, I I would. Um, Along with these fellows, I I feel the same of what they're saying. But let me tell you this. In order to be a man, I had to know how to be um, the other person until the manhood came on. See, um, I got to show you, a man is not one that, you know, running up and down the street. A man is not one that coming in 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. A man is not one that's um, um, abusing their wife. A man is not the one that um looking down on their family in a, in, in a different way. A man is not mm-hmm. those type of things. But what makes a man to me is one that, that know how to stand firm and listen to those around him, especially his mm-hmm. family. See, a lot of people would think, you know, um, that's a missive type thing. No, being, being a man ain't about someone being submissive to you, it's understanding where you at in order to go where God is leading you to. So with me, along with what these guys just said, I had to understand what mm-hmm. what it was like not to be a man in order to know how to be the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, good, you know, that, that's... That, mm-hmm. That's that's the avenue that that um, pushed me to know how to be a man. I knew how to do all the wrong things, you know what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. knew how to go and cheat. Mm-hmm. I knew how to do all of those type things because it was common from where I came from. But yeah. after I stepped outside of that realm and started saying, "Hey, somebody taught you the wrong route on how to do this," then I had to reprogram the whole way I think. Then mm-hmm. I became a man. So basically, like you're saying, we were taught a lot of wrong things, long, long, a lot of wrong attitudes, of wrong values from the streets. Really. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Well, you know what? Well, that that's what our that's what our, our next question we're going to touch into. Just talk about our, our, our younger generation. Some of the things that we as men should be teaching them, all right? But before we do, I'm, I'm going to take a break right quick and just go into this commercial. Everybody just hold on tight. We will be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. 
Advertise with WIN to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through soundbites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. I want to welcome everybody back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you are tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, Win Radio. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. You are the reason why we're here. I'm here with uh, my uh, brother Lloyd, uh, 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 Lloyd Bell, uh, Arthur B.J. Nash, I mean, J.B. Nash, and Pastor Larry Wilson. And we're discussing tonight what's a good man. Okay, brothers, before we bro- uh, broke, you know, our last question, uh, uh, Nash, you mentioned about uh, our young people, and that that took me to the question here. Do you feel our younger generation's attitude toward women is a result of not being taught by older men to respect women, or do you feel it's our women's fault for not teaching our girls to carry themselves respectfully? We're going to start with you, Nash, you jump in there. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, how I okay. feel, you know, of course, statistics say that there's more women in the world than men. Um, so the women okay. are kind of, you know, their hands are tied. <laughs> so I can understand okay. them settling uh, because mm-hmm. we don't have a whole lot of options. And in this day and time, the young men are not mm-hmm. being taught. You know, marriages are not lasting long. Uh, you don't have those elderly people uh, that are pouring into you know, young people. Um, okay. I can say that my dad um, has been married, you know, for 40 years and has mm-hmm. laid out a great plan for me, uh, a great format for me to follow. Um, but I have mm-hmm. a best friend um doesn't have the same story, you know, hasn't mm-hmm. had the same outline to look at. So uh, I think guidance and us teaching and, you know, talking about these uh, these things and Things like marriage. I mean, it's it's okay. it's not a, a, as a big deal as it was, you know, twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's instant now. It's two thousand sixteen. We don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. It's it's no patience. You know, everybody wants things instant. And the minute things are rocky or things are not going the way they should, you know, we jump ship. But that's not the way. You know, it's intended to be. So okay, so you're saying it's a little bit on both of on both ends. Yes. Okay. Uh BJ, what would you say? I I, I kind of agree with him. Um mm-hmm. and you know one thing I would say in in the fact that I agree with him is that I don't think you can lay the blame on on one or the other. Uh I okay. do I do have a I, I do kind of hold to the idea that uh, that if a if a a change is going to come, it may have to start with the men. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I may I, I may um, you know some people may may agree or may not agree, but I kind of believe that if if a change is going to come, it may have to start with men actually standing up and becoming men, getting back to what we were trying to do. But to to get to the question. I would say that it's not it's not to neither one of neither one of the genders are to blame because this is something that has been going on for generation after generation after generation after generation. So what we see in this generation, you know, is the is 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 from a, a a long line of deterioration of the family, you know, the family unit mm-hmm. in okay. general. You know what I'm saying? Right, so people right. are people are people in people coming up these days like like Nas said the concept of family is totally different. The concept <laughs> is, of marriage is totally different. You know, uh, you know uh, how to treat a, how to treat uh, 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 
uh, uh, your sister, your brother, you know, mm-hmm. the other sex, all of that stuff is kind of, you know, distorted and, and, and just uh, gone. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, okay. it's like gone to okay. the end. So you got, you know, mm-hmm. children raising children. You got you got all types of stuff these days. I don't know if we want to touch on, but, you know, I'm going to leave it yeah, at well, that. You're right. We got, we got all kind of stuff. You, you're absolutely right. We'll, we'll touch on all that. We really will because you're right. We do kind of hold me into the fire a little bit more. Pastor Larry? Yes. Um, I think as men we need to stand up a little more, but it, it, it is right what the guys are saying is that it's both genders, male and female, but here's the problem to me. Once you took the men out of the household, you took prayer out of school and all of those type things, and grandparents now are 30, 34, and 35 because we can't spank anymore. We can't do the things that bring us alone. You know, when you have to um, give them the right when it's needed, you know. But when we was coming up, we was able to get a spanking. If, if, no, a whooping. There wasn't no spanking. It was a whooping. Yeah, a whooping. Well, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a straight <laughs> you know, beat down. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah not so, a spanking. It was a beat so down. Let's, go ahead. Go ahead, let, 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 let's, correct, let, let's correct that. After the tight whoopings that we had, it didn't kill us. It made us stronger okay. and okay then. I know not to do that in that manner. You know, so once you took all of those things away, the young people don't have anything to fear. What are they fearing? So if if, if mm-hmm. I want to go do this, I ain't still my mama, I ain't still my daddy, I, I call the folks on them. I call defects on them. Mm-hmm. See, those are the type of attitudes and things that trap their mindset because for some of them where they live <laughs> and for the others because of, you know, the type of parenting that uh, are great parents, but at the same time, I'm fearful what the law would say. So mm-hmm. with me, it goes both ways, but you have to, men have to, as men, we have to stand up and do the things that we're supposed to do and and take back our families. We got to mm-hmm. go back and get Amen. that. You know, and we we are weak mm-hmm. in a lot of areas. Not only in the streets that we're weak, we're even weak in the church. We're weak in everything we do. And it's a shortage of women, but there's more women working than men. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, bro. Amen. Yeah, y'all brothers, hard y'all hard on men, and as we should be, we have to hold men to the fire. Nash, I like how you said your father laid out a plan because I looked at. My father growing up, he was a great father, but we, he wasn't a great husband. And so we got a lot of men that in the streets we grew up, we remember they would share things with us. They would pull us aside and they would teach us about the streets or this or that, but not a lot of them talked about family life and home life. So th- this is some good stuff. Uh, so I'm just going to piggyback off of that same question. Can a woman raise a boy to be a man? Pastor Larry? Um, no, he will be liking some okay. something somewhere. You no, know, she can raise a, a, a young man to be a gentleman. She can, but there are some elements oh, that a woman raise, can. When you said gen, when you said gentleman, you said she can ra- she can raise the boy to be a man. Like we talking about no, being a man? No, no, there's some elements that he gonna be missing because he don't have that man standard in there. You know, it's gonna be some. Okay. I'm gonna take me for instance. Um, a single dad raising girls. I couldn't raise mm-hmm. girls. But what I done, I to did the best women. that you, I you, could do to, to be women. You can raise them to I be women. Okay. Okay. Yes, I did the best that mm-hmm. I can do to raise them to be the best, better women. You know, for us, what my perspective was. But what helped me along is that I had positive women around me to pour into okay. them. And both from college now, they uh, one graduating next year, one have already graduated. You know, um, from West Georgia and um, Georgia State. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's because of the tight women that I placed them around. So. Therefore, a woman cannot raise a man, a young man, to be a okay. man because it's, it's some things that are missing. Okay, now you know we got, a lot of strong women. We, got a, we got a lot of strong single women out here that may be listening that are seriously shaking their head now and throwing the phone and everything. So, but uh, uh, BJ, what you what, what would you say? I I, I tend to uh, agree with a lot of what uh, uh, the pastor just said because. Um, I, I agree that there are some single mothers who have done the best they could to raise some, you know, some great uh, uh, young, uh, 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 you know, adult adult uh, uh, men, you know. But like like the pastor was saying, you know, without that, you know, that that role model, that that male mm-hmm. role model, there are some things that we learn, we learn, and we emulate, you know, from being around men, mm-hmm. being around other males. And, you know, uh, I think that's part of the growth in the maturing process 
that we need that we were designed to okay. have when we were when we were uh, created with our fathers, you know, and then the sons, you know. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm believing that we were we were born to be able to emulate that 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 role. So you saying we, we so so you saying we need that we need that man that we can model after in a sense. Exactly. So 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 there's a there's there's some things that that a a a woman cannot model for a mm-hmm. man, you know, that like a like another male can, another male figure can. So, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. that in that regard, I do believe that he's correct, you know, because you know, they can do a good job in a lot of different areas. Women are not mm-hmm. lacking in a lot of different areas, but when it okay. comes to being a man and showing a male how to become a man, you know, uh, you mm-hmm. know, they they have never experienced manhood for uh, exactly, themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, brother Nash, um, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. I, I really, <laughs> um, I agree with what, what, what the gentleman is saying. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in it. It takes a village to raise a child. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to have that father or that male figure, because uh, there's some things a woman just can't teach a man. It's you know you okay. have to have that you know that fatherly figure, whether it be um, mm-hmm. or a father, whether it be a grandfather, an uncle, or whatever the case may be. I think uh, that part is just crucial. You have to have. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, there are a lot of single uh, uh, mothers out here with boys. And, you know, being an educator, I, I see them boys. And what do you say then to these mothers who are saying, I can't do nothing with them. I don't know what to do. What advice would you have for them? We we understand uh, men in our life because I know there was a difference between my mother's voice and my father's voice. My mother says something, I'd be like, okay, and then my dad would say something, and I'd be like, I got it, I got it. And so what would you say to these mothers who are, you know, some of them at the end of their road, they're saying, I don't know what to do. Well, you got other ones who are there saying, okay, I got this. But what would you say to those single mothers who are struggling with their sons now, uh, uh, BJ? Uh, I would suggest that they find either a good uh, role model, mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there are a lot of di- if if they are single parents, there are a lot of different uh, programs out there, mentorship programs. There are brothers mm-hmm. in uh, the church uh, that you could go and um, you know and, and expose your children to. You know, brothers in the church who have shown themselves to be truly what they are talking, mm-hmm. they are walking it. Uh, and, you know, you can even find like these gentlemen, you know, I think NASA saying, you know, and I, I, I fall into that category too, that I had uh, role models in my family of, you know, a, a positive male role models as well, you know, as some that, you know, I didn't, you know, I shouldn't have followed, you know. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. in, I'm following them. I'm following after the the better examples now. But as as in mm-hmm. my youth, yeah. I followed after the the wrong examples in my family. But right. now right. now I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the attraction and following after people like my father and my grandfather who who you know were married yeah. for fifty and forty years now. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Good. You know. Uh, so like there that. may be people in their in their family um, that they can mm-hmm. they, that they can they expose can their children okay. to uncles. Cousins, okay. you know, that such, you know. Right, somebody out there that they can trust. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Father, Father male figure. Uh, right, okay. Uh, Father Nash, you went from Dr. Nash to Father Nash. Now, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say to these single mothers who are struggling with their sons? Uh, definitely uh, reach out. I mean, there's someone always willing to help. Call me. You know, um, that's something that that I, I, you know, I actually enjoy doing. I'm a young man, uh, 26 years of age, but um, Mm -hmm. my my brothers are older. Uh, My mom and dad is older. You know, my dad just turned 58. My mom just turned 56. Um, So I had older parents, you know, in my Mm -hmm. life. You know, it wasn't wasn't a whole lot of nonsense. So it was, you know, (laughs) straightforward. Uh, uh, and it yeah. kept me grounded, uh, kept me out of a, a lot of trouble. Um, but it also okay. made me grow up a little bit faster as well. Um, so, you know, like I said, church, um, 
mm-hmm. big brother programs or whatever the case may be. Uh, it's always mm-hmm. somebody there to help. I like how you said, call me. You know, sometimes we have to make it personal You and put ourselves there. I'm available. And and we all do. You said it great. You have to reach out. There's no shame in the fact that you're struggling. You can reach out. Somebody will help. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. Hello. My name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Again, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you are tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, Win Radio. I'm partnering with some good people that want us to win. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. You are the reason why we are here. Tonight, we're talking about what's a good man. I have with me our author, artist, Lloyd B.J. Bell, author J.B. Nash, and community activist, Pastor Larry Wilson. Gentlemen, you you guys are awesome. Now, let me go into a a question that may um, make you chuckle a little bit, but I want to know what turns you on most about a woman and what do you feel turns most men on about women? Remember that sofa ministry, brother. So, you know. yeah, who, who are you asking first? <laughs> I, I don't know who, who whoever brave enough to jump out there. No, let's, let's start with let's, let's start with Father Nash, uh, brother Nash. Come on, what, what what turns you on most about a woman, and what do you feel turns most men on about women? Um, I'll be honest. I think most men, um, it's a physical attraction. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I'm a little different um, because you know you can. You can be attractive, but you know if your mentality ain't there, you know we ain't got much of conversation. So okay, that's so <laughs> me, um, it's, so... it's 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 a lot more than you know what me. Uh, can mm-hmm. you have a conversation? Uh, mm-hmm. You have goals, you know. Uh, what's your plans mm-hmm. for the future? Uh, different stuff like that, you know, intrigues me. Um, uh-huh. but, you know, you can have you can have a banging body all day. But that's 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 not enough for me. <laughs> That's not enough, all right, uh, brother BJ. Yeah, I I agree with him. I agree with Nash. Uh, you know, the I think most most of us men, uh, we we operate a lot in the uh, the the sight, the touch, and mm-hmm. the in the sight smell. Realm. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you know the touch and the smell too. You know, because you want you know your woman to smell good. The, to feel good, you know, and even even in here yeah, because you, you want them you to, don't say want to feel like an alligator. Yeah, yeah, when you touch yeah. it. Yeah, and the hearing too, the hearing too, because you want to hear <laughs> uh-huh. them say something that that makes you feel good. But uh, you know, but I think like he said, the physical, the physical, the outward is 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 uh, a lot of what is drawn, what draws us, and I think that's that's by design. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. abnormal for a man to 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 desire. Something that looks that looks good. Uh, so I think that that's what that's what that's why we how we're wired. But like he said, you know, uh, you know, you can get turned off, you know, by what's on the inside. Because once you get once you get up close, if it's a if it's if it's foulness coming from the inside, you know, what I'm saying you can get turned off with the quickness. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So uh, mm-hmm. so 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 you know, for me, uh, you know, what attracted me to to, to my to my queen was first off her her beauty you know but also mm-hmm. her spirit her 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 mind you know and and, mm-hmm. I, and I knew and I knew that she would she would help me to be a better a better man so that's what drew me to her amen uh pastor Larry well fellas that that was that was that was great answers i mean they really were but <laughs> 
Oh, well, eye candy is always the first thing. We always, it's visual. We um we see it first, and when we see it, we kind of want what we mm-hmm. see. And once we get there, and, and you get there, and and you get to talk to the person, and, and they ain't got that, what you're looking for, for the smarts, or the, um, the inside mm-hmm. spiritual person, then that's the mm-hmm. thing that'll turn you backwards because this ain't what you're really looking for. But from like most men, we, we want to see that eye candy first, you know, because mm-hmm. we ain't just, never just walked up to a person and say, man, she ugly, but I want to see what she sound like. She ugly, but mm-hmm. I want to see what a spirit like, you know, because of the mm-hmm. eyesight. But once you got to the person and start listening to them talk and, and listening at the things on and inside of them, whoa, I like this. She might not have mm-hmm. this qualification, but she got all of these others that I really like. So I can look over that for this, you know, and, and, and that's how we just wired up. You know, we wired up to say, mm-hmm. hey, I like what I see until we get there and mm-hmm. what you see ain't what you thought it were. So with that being said, I agree with the fellows all the way around. You know, um, be happy with who you have in the manner of whom they are. You know, it ain't mm-hmm. always the outside. It's, it's, and, and me personally, I look for a spiritual, you mm-hmm. know, and, and one of my biggest things, if you don't have a relationship, you know what I'm saying, with the Lord, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know, I know, okay. I know what it's like to still go to the club. You know, I know what it's like to do all of those things. I, I, I knew the mm-hmm. things that I was, I was, I was looking for because I was coming for one thing. But as you grow up and you see these things, you're like, whoa, the whole, the whole thing changed. Now I want to okay, see what so you like needs, on she, the inside. She needs to be a spiritual woman inside for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with y'all. Men are drawn by the physical. See, me, I, I need a woman, you know, to have the bees. Uh, she got to have the bees. The first one is the brain, and we'll just leave it right there. You you, you can figure out the rest <laughs> of them. But anyway, that that, that was good. I, I, that's, something, that's something that needs to be discussed. But what well, uh, oh, let, 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 let me just let me just let me just spring forward. Did you say the bees? Did you say the bees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That started with brains. You know. Yeah. We ain't gonna go into the other bees. We we'll just leave it in brains. I had to come off mute for that one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had to come off mute for that one. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the bees. That we start with the brains. So you know. But I, I just wanted, to, you know, while we on the topic of men and women here, what what do you feel like a, a man should give most to a woman? You know, what should he bring to the table? We we talked earlier about the providing, but what what needs should a man really focus on when it comes to his woman, or do you feel it is specific? I mean, I'm sure there may be a general something, but what do you feel that specifically a man should want to engender and provide for that woman? Uh, let's start with you, uh, Brother BJ. Um, I think uh, first, first off uh, is uh, emotional. Well, I, I won't say first. Mm-hmm. These are top. On, these yeah, are that's, top. That's important. Uh, that emo- is important. Yeah, em- mm-hmm. emotional need and uh, as and also that 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 role as as somebody was speaking before as leadership. Uh, that's 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 a big need as well um, in the mm-hmm. in the home and in the relationship. Uh, but I think that. You know, more more than anything, it should be a a continual um, a search and seeking to 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 find out what exactly you know your your individual uh, lady or woman a wife needs. You know what I mean? Because you know her needs might not be the exact same. That now at the at the okay. at the uh, at the core, yeah, you know the need to feel secure. That's right. big. That's big for women. Okay. The need to feel mm-hmm. secure, okay, and uh, mm-hmm. the need for uh, good communication. Amen. That's uh, good. And, and the like I said, the need for to be uh, <clears throat> to taking care emotionally. They, okay. Those are those are those are big. But you need to always. I think we we need to always be trying to find out what it is that they need. Okay, Amen. Um, if that makes sense. Pastor Larry. It, it does. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think that's good. Personally, I just brought in the question of what should a man be providing for a woman? You know, what should he look to engender to uh, to nurture her, to bring her along? What do you feel like he should be really giving for her? Um, like the gentleman was saying, then, you know, provide is one of the P's. Protection mm-hmm. is the other P, and provision. You got to have mm-hmm. all of those things in order to know where you're leading 
a woman too, but for her to to be able to have the courage enough to stand up to a conversation when needed. A lot of times the emotion things, emotional things that go along with um, some women, you know, that um, a lot of times we um, be quiet on it, sit back on it, and not really talk about it. But if you learn to um, mm-hmm. to communicate, you know, with the with the um, with your significant other, and that's one one thing that um, they like a lot of, and 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 be able to give them the substance that you know you can protect them if something come up. You know, not mm-hmm. only if it's just protection from um, what the world throwing down, but protection from themselves sometimes. You know, hey, baby, this ain't good for you. You know, um, have you taken your medicine? You know, the same way that they treat mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. they want that nurturing treatment also. So we have to be okay. able to um, nurture them when needed, you know, um, mm-hmm. because they're usually, they don't care how sick they are. You Just think of your mother, you know, how sick she may be. She still got up and went to work. She still got up and did some things for us that, you know, um, like, man, mama, sit down, you know. But our women are those same. They still feel like they have to fight and take care of when they need to be um, taking care of themselves, you know. So that mm-hmm. that's a couple of key things that stands with me when it comes to um, protecting and providing and provision for a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, Nash? Um, well, I'll piggyback. Um, everything mm-hmm. that was said has, you know, been awesome. Um, I think for, for me, um, it's whenever my wife is weekend. Uh, okay. Like, okay. Um, as far as support, uh, what area I tend to focus on. If she needs me to be a little bit more emotional or, you know, mm-hmm. giving, mm-hmm. that's why that's what I try to be. Um, mm-hmm. In our relationship, in our marriage, my wife is not good at finances, so I'm, I handle the finances. Um, mm-hmm. She's better at uh, making sure that we are taken care of, making sure I'm going to the doctor. I don't like going to the doctor. You know, okay. um, I'll schedule an appointment and never go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's big in that mm-hmm. area, make, making sure that the family is taken well, care of. We, uh, we, we, as, we, we as men should go to the doctor more, We we especially black men. We have a, some serious fear of that. But go ahead. That's another yeah. topic for another day. Go ahead. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but I, I think any area uh, that, you know, that your spouse or significant other is weekend, that should be an area that you should be strong or not necessarily strong, mm-hmm. but you should be able to support that person in that area. Okay. I I, thought, I think that was very good. I, I like what y'all brought, especially when you said about being men being emotional because we were, some of us were taught, don't you cry, don't you show, don't be mm-hmm. emotional. That's not what men are. Uh, one question, me, you know, just briefly before we take our next break, I just want y'all to jump into this right quick. Should men address the pain in their lives silently? Should we just keep quiet about the pain that we have, the struggles to hurt, or should we openly and be transparent with our hurt? That's Larry. Openly, openly be mm-hmm. transparent with your hurt. Your hurt can help someone else. Your okay. hurt can help you heal. In order to get past them open wounds, we have to learn how to forgive what the hurt may have been. We have to be able to um, supply the things that we need to help us get along from the hurt. You know, um, there, there have been some battles in my life that I say, mm-hmm. you know, you know, um, I, I didn't deserve this, but at the same time, mm-hmm. who am I? But in order for me to move on, I had to forgive, to go forward. Okay. 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 Uh, Brother Nash. Should we be, should um, we be open? Should we be open, open with our hurt? Definitely. Um, I think okay. if you don't address it, um, it's going to be a reoccurring issue. Um, mm-hmm. Something me and my wife always say is hurt people hurt people. Um, yeah. So much damage, you know, and us as men, you know, we don't like to talk about our emotions and things that we have <laughs> going on. We like to keep it to mm-hmm. ourselves because we men. We feel like, you know, we can handle it. We can work mm-hmm. it out. But it's not always the case. Um, I've found that, you know, sometimes my wife can figure stuff out and work stuff out better than I can, you know. But if I would have said something all along, the issue would have been resolved a long time ago. Uh, But, you know, we're so afraid to open our mouths and, you know, Mm -hmm. not be, you know, the dominant figure, the manly man. But uh, we need to, to see it as not as a, you know, a weakness, a weakness, but a strength. A strength. 
Okay. BJ? Uh, yeah, I agree. And in in, uh, along the lines of what Nash and, and the pastor was saying, and, you know, one of the sayings that I um, know is, um, you know, your secrets can keep you sick. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, if you're not telling – if you don't, if you're not telling your significant other, you know which which some might disagree with this. What I'm about to say, mm-hmm. because sometimes there's there there may be a pain or an issue that you're going through that you may either have to take to the Lord in prayer because you don't even mm-hmm. know how to communicate it yet. You know, um, okay, you okay. may not even know how to articulate what it is you got going on. On you know, mm-hmm. you can't you can't articulate it. Because a lot of times, you know, when when it comes to what our women want to know, they want to know the specifics and the details of what's going on with Very us. Detailed. And we might yeah. not be able to we might not be able to tell them right then. So mm-hmm. you better be able you. to take that pain to the Lord or either a good friend, a good male friend, uh, a good brother, Amen. you know, a good godly okay. brother. Okay. Well, we we're, we're gonna take this on that. a minute. Let me. Yeah. Uh, let me jump to a commercial. This uh, hold that mm-hmm. national. We'll be right back, and I'll, I'll let you go right back into that. We'll be right back after this commercial. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, that's right. $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Welcome back to uh, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. You're tuning in to Strength from the Lions Band. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, Win Radio. Listen, I just want to let you know re- briefly, those you can get my ebook, uh, Power Keys, Life of Wisdom Series, Volume 1. Just go to my page, Apostle John L. Solomon, and like that page and send me your email address, and I'll get you a copy of that ebook for free. All right, today in the Lions Lions Den, we have three Lions in the midst of us. We have uh, Brother Lloyd Bell, B.J. Bell. He's an author and artist. We have author J.B. Nash, and we have community activist Pastor Larry Wilson. Now, before the break, we were talking about men openly voicing their hurts, their struggle, versus silently keeping them in. Nash, you wanted to jump in and say something about that? Oh, that was me, Wilson. Um, okay, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. N- N- Nash was hitting on a point that that was um, vital in my life, and and I, I think it's good to share this. Is that because I didn't know how to open up to express to um, a young lady how I was feeling about certain things that I lost a great relationship because of the things that I wouldn't say. You know, um, mm-hmm. because you know. It, you know, when you have some trials to come in your life, and trials like, you know, losing a, a loved one, someone going to prison close to you, you know, a lot of things back to back. And, you know, mm-hmm. she can't, she can't be, she couldn't be my savior on that. I kept going to the Lord on it, but when she see me hurting, she, she didn't understand the hurt, you know. And so I stayed mm-hmm. quiet on it. And so when you stay okay. quiet, quiet on it, it hurt the relationship because she feel like I was drawing from her when I was protecting what was in me. At the same time, protecting mm-hmm. her from the same issues that I was going through. So you know, it is good to it is good to really um, verbally say what's going on. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go to another question. I appreciate that. I I could get into that some more, but I'm gonna stop there. Listen. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about. Yeah, we can get into that some more about because men struggle. Men struggle in a whole lot of areas, and uh, sometimes it's not easy to verbalize our pain, but. You know, we'll talk some more. Listen, 
uh, Cain killed his brother. He he uh, killed his brother Abel, and we have very little insight into both their relationships with God, just little. But we don't have insight as much into their relationship with each other. Were they close? Were they rivals? So with the preference on that premise, once Cain killed Abel, he asked God, when God addressed him, am I my brother's keeper? Whether his uh, whether it was sarcastic or inflammatory or otherwise, I just want to ask you, brothers, in today's generation, do you feel like, you know, are you, I am, am I my brother's keeper? And if so, why or why not? Larry? Yes, um, that question there. Me personally, I'm that guy that if I tell you that I'm going to do something, I'm going to put my all in to try to do it. But mm-hmm. so happened in the society that we live in, and so many people saying, I got mine, get yours. Am I my brother's mm-hmm. keeper? For the most part today, as a whole, we are not. You know, um, in ministry, you know, when some person, when a person can give you a helping hand up and try to, you know, better your situation in, in the radio mm-hmm. studio now, when someone can give you the information to help you get up, and then they see you struggling in some area, but they rather not say anything and watch you struggle and to say, hey, let me let me be the elder in this and teach my young brother how to come up in, in this situation. So for the most part, the society that we live in today, it is a no. So you don't think that we are each other's brother's keepers? No. Okay. Uh, Brother Nash, am I my brother's keeper? Um, I feel like we should be. Um, mm-hmm. but I think society today uh, does not uh, grant us that opportunity. Uh, in this day and time, um, there are boundaries in place. You can only, you know, there used to be a, a time when um, I was younger, I can go down to my neighbor's house and I could be playing, and I do something wrong, she'd give me a, a whooping, and that'll be mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And when she would call my mom, I'd get another whooping when I get home. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now, 2016, that woman going to jail. <laughs> That's just, you know, the, the world that we live in. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I feel like, you know, that's a, a missed opportunity uh, that, you know, we've lost in society right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's something we need to so, improve on. Okay, so I, I want to be my brother's keeper, but there are a lot of hindrances and challenges and obstacles in the way. Definitely. Uh, uh, okay, DJ. Yeah, you know I, I, that's that's a good question, man. And um, you know my my question back to that would be is, it you know what what do, what do you mean by brother's keeper? Because just like mm-hmm. you know, before you take a job, you want to know, okay, well, what's the job description? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. if you saying a brother's keeper is somebody that's going to, you know, uh, you know, uh, if a person you you try to help a person and they continually mm-hmm. uh, just turn their back and and don't take your suggestions, and you you know you trying to lead them to you know to the right direct, give them guidance and direction, and they just continue continually like. You know, mm-hmm. you can't take them. You can't make them drink. You see what I'm saying? You can leave them in water, right. but you can't make them drink. If you're trying to help that person, genuinely help that person, and, and be there for that person, you know, are you saying that is the description meaning that I have to continue to do this even, you know, after all of the times that you try, mm-hmm. that they just continue to, you know, to to to, to spurn your uh, your uh, your your um your help your efforts. You, you uh-huh. does that does that make I, y'all understand what I'm saying? It, you know because some does. people it, it will makes... try to hold that over your head. Some people will mm-hmm. try to hold that term, you know, brother's keeper over your head, okay. and say you supposed to be my brother's keeper. Okay. All right, I got it. So uh, Pastor Larry said, no, I'm I'm not my brother's keeper. Uh, Nash is saying, uh, well, society is not letting me. And BJ, you're saying there's limitations with that, and and you know what it, it all it all it all makes sense, especially it, it all makes sense because there's a whole you know people talk about the divisions of women, but women they have a sisterhood to a degree that men there's right. some jealousy and envy where 
we uh like like we were talking about being silent. We won't verbalize what we need a lot of times. So there are times when we keep each other from being brothers keeper. And like BJ was saying, we we want you to be my brother. We want you to be my keeper forever. You know, without limitations, no matter what. So that's uh that that's important. So, but to a degree, we need to look out for one another when we can. Amen. Y'all agree with that? No question. Yes. No question. Yes. Uh, let, let, let me reiterate on that. You know, I was saying pretty much what um, Nash was saying, thank you, BJ, um, is that because of the society that we live in, mm-hmm. for the most part, we are not, is, is, is the reason for the no. And like I started yeah, out, yeah, you know, for I me mean, personally. I didn't mean to make you look like you said no, I ain't keeping my brother, but no, no. I, you know. Well, me personally, I, 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 I really have a heart for the people. And I, and I go out, mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I, I stand for who I am no no matter what, you know. Because And, and sometimes I get mad that God gave me that type of heart because I'm like, man, mm-hmm. only, only if I could have did something else, I could have been like Jim or somebody, you know. But God mm-hmm. gave me a heart mm-hmm. so that I have to be my brother's keeper for me personally. But in the society that we live in, you know, for the most part, is it is a no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait a minute. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and I and I agree. Can I say one more thing, John, before you finish? Yes, yeah, yeah, real quick, I was gonna say I agree with the brothers, and I just the only thing that I would put on that is, you know, what does that look like to me? You know, I I do want to be my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper, but what does that look like to you? Mm. That's good. That's good. That's good. You know, we got some brothers out here shaking their heads. I ain't keeping nobody but myself. I'm about me, mine, and what I can get. I'm, and I got to be honest, I was there one time. I'm, I was looking at crooked. I'm getting mine. You get yours, you know. But that that's a that's a quick way to be dead and lonely. You know, we're not an island to ourselves. Uh, I want to ask y'all one more question. We, we're coming down to the closing, but how important should God be in a man's choices, his life, his career, and his home, married or single life? How important should God be in a man's life? You know, uh, so y'all can just uh, touch on that as we close and go to the end, because uh, some brothers need to hear uh, the importance of God in their life. Uh, Nash? Yes, definitely. Um, my dad um, been a pastor for the past fifteen years. Been in church my whole life, and mm-hmm. one thing that you know he is instilled in me is don't be so swift to 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 act to do things uh pray seek god uh consult god and if you're not hearing from god consult you know i was taught to go to the elders of the church you know talk to somebody that's that's been there that's done that uh somebody that can help you somebody that can pour into you and i think that is uh that's so important uh it's a piece that we're missing in this day and time you know like I said, we're in, we're in the instant age. We want to move, we want to do this and do that, and we don't want to take the time mm-hmm. out to be patient and wait on God. Okay. Well, brother, we got a few more, a little bit, uh, a little time left. Uh, Lloyd, how important is God and uh, should be in the choices of a brother's life and his life in general? Uh, number one, man. First things first. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. First things first, and uh, you know, without 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 um, the first things first. You know, we we can't move forward. We really can't progress. You know, with it's it's, it's number one. You know, God God should That's be right. number one. Number one, gotta have him. Pastor Larry. Yes. Um, all of us don't try it without him. Oh yeah. And all of us been in that that zone where it's like without God. You know, we had some good mm-hmm. times sinning, but when we put God first in the beginning of all that we do. Our whole mindset changed, our heart changed, the way we view things changed. So God has to be number one in everything that we do, and especially in a relationship, in in a, in a, in a relationship not just uh, women, but for his business, for his, your friends, okay. for his everything mm-hmm. that you do, God should be that number one person. Amen. Well, brothers, I just want to thank y'all so much for being on the show. Uh, brother, brother Lloyd, uh, brother Nash, Pastor Wilson, I just appreciate y'all. Listen, you are in tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den today. We, me and my panelists, we've talked about what's a good man, and it's been a tremendous show. I just appreciate all y'all being here on tonight. Please tune in with us uh, next week, where we're going to be talking about uh, being but don't break the fight 
of your life. Bend but don't break as we close the year out, the fight of your life. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. This is Strength from the Lion's Den, powered by We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I hope you have a tremendous, awesome, and wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. God bless you. All right, thank you, gentlemen.